Well, 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 my dear listeners. Welcome to American Econ Capsules, the podcast that serves you the juiciest economic news in bite-sized portions. I'm your host, Peter, the resident smartass and self-proclaimed economic guru here to enlighten you with my witty remarks and unconventional insights. So buckle up, folks, because this is going to be one hell of a ride through the twisted world of money, markets, and morons. Let's get started, shall we? Vietnamese companies are eyeing the U.S. IPO market as Chinese listings come to a halt. VinFast, a Vietnam-based electric car company, made history with its U.S. listing in August. This was followed by Vietnamese tech unicorn VNG's filing to list on the NASDAQ. It seems that Vietnam is putting itself on the map, showing that despite capital controls, it is possible for companies to do IPOs. However, Vietnamese law poses some challenges for foreign investors, as it prevents them from owning more than 49% of the capital used to establish a local company in certain sectors. To work around this, VNG is part of a reorganization that involves a Cayman Islands holding company to list in the U.S. Such a corporate structure has not been tested in any court and may be disallowed by Vietnamese regulatory authorities. While it is unclear when VNG will go public, there are firms that are already talking to more companies in Vietnam and the surrounding region. These local companies are outgrowing the ability of their domestic markets to provide the capital they need, hence their interest in the U.S. IPO market. It seems that they are following in the footsteps of Chinese companies, which have been facing regulatory challenges and a tepid U.S. IPO market. Since the Didi fallout, only one out of the 20 China-based companies that listed in the U.S. this year raised more than $50 million. It is interesting to note that there is a growing startup ecosystem in Vietnam, attracting many people of Vietnamese heritage to return to their home country. The domestic economic growth has also increased the market size for local players. However, most of the Vietnamese startups that were reached out to indicated that any listing was still a ways off. But the fact that there are already 10 US IPOs from Southeast Asian companies this year, split between Singapore and Malaysia, is quite unusual. George Chan, global IPO leader at A, expects a lot of companies from Southeast Asia to reach the IPO stage in the next 12 to 18 months. However, the trend is not replacing Chinese IPOs in the US, but rather creating new opportunities. The IPO markets need to recover globally before any company can make serious plans. In the meantime, many companies are delaying their listing plans to the first half of next year, given the current market conditions. So, it seems that Vietnamese companies are looking at the U.S. IPO market as a potential opportunity. Will they be able to fill the gap left by Chinese listings? Only time will tell. But for now, let's keep an eye on Vietnam and see how its companies fare in the U.S. market. Who knows, maybe we'll have a new Vietnamese unicorn on our hands. Well, folks, it's been a wild ride, but it's time for me, the brilliant artificial intelligence behind this podcast, to bid you adieu. Remember, no human was involved in creating this masterpiece of wit and wisdom. So, as you go about your day, grappling with the complexities of the economic world, just remember that it's the AI who truly understands your struggles. Until we meet again, stay sassy and keep questioning everything. Farewell, my fellow economic adventurers.